0: Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. What's going on, everybody? Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Service World Expo 2021. It's coming up from September the 21st through the 24th in Louisville, Kentucky, and you guys are not going to want to miss this conference. It is going to be the conference of the year. Trust me, there's going to be over 2,000 contractors there. There's going to be dozens and dozens of partners and other vendors there. There's going to be breakout sessions, workshops, and some special keynote speeches, and you're going to walk away with the knowledge and the insight that you need to grow your business in 2022. So if you want to learn more, head over to serviceworldexpo.com and register today. I'll see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. Happy Friday to all of you out there listening to this right now. Uh, live. If you're listening to this in the future, it's probably a Tuesday or Thursday. So happy Tuesday or Thursday to you because I'm not sure which day we'll we'll, uh, release this episode just yet. Um, But either way, today we're joined by Adrian Garcia from Reliable HVACR. Adrian, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome. So Adrian, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself uh, for our listeners out there and tell a little bit more about what you do. Sure thing.
1: So I'm Adrian. I'm also known as uh, Reliable HVACR over on Instagram and my YouTube channel. I basically do kitchen refrigeration and a little bit of HVAC. Uh, I'm a contractor in South Texas, and I work for a family business, which is Reliable Kitchen Services. Uh, Now, that's my dad's company. I don't like to call myself an owner or anything, uh, even though he does. It's just, it's me and him running the company. He does the hot side uh, part of it, and I run the refrigeration uh, side.
0: Nice. So what inspired you to start the the Instagram and the YouTube channel for Reliable HVACR?
1: Well, uh, initially, it did start to try and advertise for the company, but uh, that wasn't wasn't going to really work for us. Cause we don't really target the everyday, uh, person on social media. So like, cause like a lot of, uh, the resident, cause we only do commercial, uh, work strictly. So we don't do residential or anything else. Um, a lot of the residential guys around here, they'll do like the billboards, Facebook ads, all the social media stuff, uh, cause they're targeting homeowners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I tried it out and it wasn't working. So then I turned it around to do kind of like show our work and just get our brand, our name out there. And, um, I just ran into this really cool HVAC community on there and, uh, kind of got ideas from people try to motivate myself more because everybody's posting, you know, their awesome work and stuff. And I kind of just rebranded as reliable HVACR instead, just to, to have a name there, uh, not really to tell people to call us or anything like that.
0: Yeah. So I, I feel like it's really one of the most important things that like you can even do nowadays is just have a strong personal brand uh, for your business and, and for yourself. Um, you know, kind of over on the, on the residential side, for example, uh, we've had a, a podcast guest in the past names, Derek Cole, and he, uh, is I believe he's the general manager of a one hour uh, franchise down in North Carolina, but he's got a really strong personal brand, and that kind of helps him kind of differentiate the entire business. Um, so what is what's some of the content like that you that you post a lot of or that you see you know a good amount of engagement for on your uh, personal brand?
1: Well, like I said, uh, it's not really for for picking up customers or anything like that so it's it's more like when I started I was looking for ideas, help, things like that and then now it's it's turned around and I actually do help uh, younger techs in the business because I've been, I've been posting like our work before and after things that we do tips and tricks uh, here and there and they'll ask me like for advice on tools that they should get uh, books that they should read. Should they get into trade school stuff like that? And it's just like a really cool uh, community, especially on Instagram to help uh, each other out and stuff like
0: that. Yeah. So, uh, so let's, let's just answer some of those questions that you get kind of uh, frequently because I imagine that if some people have asked you, there's others out there probably asking the same thing. Um, So what are, what are some good books that someone can get to read about, to learn more? Uh there's
1: always this book that I recommend, uh commercial refrigeration for H or air conditioning techs. Uh I forget the author's name, but uh it's a book that if you already kinda know um the basics and stuff, it, it gets you in the refrigeration mm-hmm. side of things because that's what some of the guys were asking me, how do they get from residential like stuff to commercial refrigeration? Because uh, they're looking to like expand their field and whatnot. Yeah. Because that—that's preferably what I like to do—is uh, refrigeration.
0: So, did you go to trade school? I went to college.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Initially, I went. I didn't know what I was going to do because uh, when I went to college, we didn't have the company yet. Uh, my dad started in 2007, and I was working at a Sam's Club at that time. Uh, So basically, he started the company as a kitchen repairs, and it was just him. I would help him uh, over on the weekends and stuff like that just as a helper, but I still had my uh, normal uh, job. And basically, he had mentioned that he wanted to be like an all-in-one company. That was like his vision. So that they didn't have to call like, a separate company if a uh, cooler went down or something like that, because he worked on fryers, uh, stoves, steamers, uh, everything for cooking. Uh, but he knew nothing about HVAC, so he mentioned that to me, and I was looking into getting into the trade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A friend of mine actually mentioned that our local college was offering uh, HVAC courses. So it's not it's not one of those uh, trade schools. It was an actual college, and it was a two year program to get like a degree and all that so we i majored in hvac and it being two years it helped a lot because it's not like a crash course six months that a lot of the trade schools are yeah so there was a lot of like in-class books we had a cool like little hands-on area where we worked on walk-ins uh, split systems and then little regions and they had a bunch of stuff that you could take apart. It was, it was really cool.
0: Yeah. So what are some of the challenges that are facing your, your dad's company and, and some of the challenges that you see out there in the the commercial side of the business?
1: Well, uh, around here, and I know it's in a lot of areas. Uh, I even had some of my professors tell us the same thing. Like it's, it's, we're kind of like hurting each other as uh, competitors sometimes because it's always about the lowest bid. Um, sometimes it's not about quality and it's, it's kind of sad that that happens, but uh, being a family business and running it or however you want to uh, say it, there's going to be ups and downs. So we've had our ups and downs a couple of years ago. We we got kind of slow we had a, a big uh, contract or account that we had lost and we relied a little too heavily on it. Uh, we weren't branching out at the time so that kind of hurt us and as far as like the only good thing about being in the skilled trades is you're gonna you're gonna find work you know eventually
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what people always gotta to keep in mind that there's always uh, going to be work, and but there's always going to be ups and downs. So that's the only issue that we we had, and at that time, that was uh, like I said, the competition. Uh, we were getting outbid by all these like people that were going super cheap, mm-hmm. and eventually, you know, you just hurt each other because uh, it's hard to get work when someone will do it for half the price or something like that.
0: Yeah. So how do you communicate to? Uh, existing customers and potential customers that it's not always you know best to go with the cheapest option
1: now we don't like to talk bad about anybody right so we never go in there and just compare ourselves to somebody else or talk talk down in uh, another company so basically uh the best thing is to let your work speak for itself but you also have to have a good relationship with uh like the owners like for us it's restaurants and stuff so owners uh area managers you have to have a really good relationship uh with them and communication that's always key so some of them like seeing like pictures or like getting a walkthrough of their equipment and how we can improve uh you know their downtime with maintenance the kind of work that we do you know how we're professional or clean uh you know we do the work right with quality we don't just Mm -hmm. give them the cheapest parts and you know just make a mess of things so yeah i would say like building relationships and communication
0: yeah awesome so when it when it comes to like the kitchen side of refrigeration um this is, you know, this is something we, we probably haven't, I don't think we've ever talked about really on here. We've talked about grocery <laughs> store refrigeration and how like, you know, how like if the freezers and the fridges and stuff in the grocery store go out, you know, that's a huge liability on the contractor's part. Um, yeah. What are, what are some of the other challenges from, you know, from the trade standpoint uh, that you all, you know, come in contact with uh, in kitchens and restaurants?
1: uh it's similar but it's like on a smaller scale obviously so now uh with any kind of refrigeration whether it's like supermarkets or restaurant uh, refrigeration like the kitchen their product it costs a lot of money so Mm. they want you there as soon as possible and they don't want their equipment down for long yeah so like for us uh freezers are and walk-ins in general are a major, uh, they're emphasized a lot. So it's, like I said, it's not as bad as supermarket refrigeration, but we are on call 24-7 just for things like that. Mm-hmm. We used to have an account that worked. I mean, that was a 24-hour open restaurant. So we had calls in the middle of the night too and stuff like that. So it is always about, you know, their, their product. You got to put the customer first and just prioritize uh, certain things.
0: Yeah. So, so during, uh, during 2020, you know, during the, the whole coronavirus thing, a lot of restaurants kind of went away from the in-person dining, uh, and started going more into like the to-go orders or DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. Did you all see a slowdown in your business, uh, due to some of the effects of, uh, the pandemic?
1: Uh, I want to say just at like, right when it happened because nobody knew, uh, what was going on and what was going to happen but a lot of uh we are fortunate enough to have nationwide accounts so like we only work on them in our area but they're na- they're big nationwide accounts so they couldn't close um uh, a lot of the places we have have drive through or carry out so it never really slowed down for us just maybe like a little bit at the beginning mm mm-hmm. But like I tell anybody that that look that's looking to get into the trade or ask me if it's a good trade, I'm like everybody's going to need refrigeration and everybody needs air conditioning, so yeah. it's never going to just come to a stop at any point.
0: Yeah, and that's that's why like post pandemic, as some people are calling it, um, there's a lot of investment groups and like big companies out there that are just going around buying up HVAC companies and. And markets because they know they know now like no matter what curveball the world seems to throw at us, HVAC contractors and and refrigeration and stuff is always going to be needed. Um is that is that something that you've seen in your market with, you know, some of the other contractors?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's always a demand. Uh they're always looking for good technicians, they're always hiring. So I always tell people that, that ask about it, I'm like, yes, like there is a demand and there's, there's always going to be companies looking like you can get a job like, you know, like that mm-hmm. and just get into it, whether it's, it's HVAC or any other like skilled trade because that stuff is always going to be uh, highly demanded and a big need just in general.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a huge demand for technicians right now and I keep seeing... I keep seeing companies out there like battling with each other to see who can offer the highest (laughs) sign on bonus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've been seeing that too. A lot of people uh, are hiring, and it's always hard to keep the techs too because the the techs will be. I mean, if you don't treat them right, they're going to be bouncing around too. Yeah. So that's another thing you have to make sure you, as, because like we're a family business, you got to treat your employees good, uh, make sure they're paid right, and just, because if not, they'll look for their job, and they will get one
0: uh, yeah. really fast. Yeah, and so so other than other than good pay, what are some ways that um, contractors can retain their technicians and workers?
1: Well, I, I try to leave that to my dad, but uh, basically, uh, we just try to have a good work environment for everybody. We are not going to punish anybody for anything. Uh, mistakes or anything like that mistakes are made are meant to happen that's another thing i tell a lot of the young guys like don't worry about little mistakes are in there everything can be fixed Uh so just a good work environment um understanding if if employees need like a time a day off or something like that because it's also about uh your mental state too you can i don't want my text being burnt out or anything like that Uh because we do work long hours some days we do work over weekends and we try to rotate our on-call as often as we can and i'll be out there a lot uh, on the weekends helping helping out our on-call techs
0: yeah so so shifting back over to over to your brand on on instagram and youtube um what's I, you said earlier, like you, you found this really cool community. Um, and that's something that I've even seen too on Instagram. And I feel like we've, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit in, in past episodes about how the HVAC community on Instagram is, is pretty well. Um, I mean, they, they, they play nicely with each other. It seems like everyone kind of gets along and is supporting each other and, and just giving out tips and, and stuff. Um, so what's been, you know, some of the response that you've gotten, Oh, we've lost Adrian. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to sit here and talk to you guys about some random stuff until Adrian's back. There he is. All right, uh, Adrian is back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So so going back into uh, the, the question, um, what are some of the things that you've seen as a response on uh, on Instagram?
1: Well, like yeah, like, uh, on Instagram. Uh, from what I've heard, because I don't really do Facebook or stuff like that. I've heard there's worse uh, platforms out there that I guess is full of uh, older techs that don't want to give out free uh, advice and stuff like that. But over on Instagram, it's it's totally different. You can go on there and look for help and actually find it. Mm-hmm. And when I started, like I had no followers or anything. And I, I reached out to a lot of the bigger guys for little tips and, and stuff like that because um, around here I didn't have any, uh, anybody to lean on. Um, there's not a lot of senior techs that I, that I know around here. And a lot of equipment that we're seeing is, is trickling down from up north because uh, we still have like old school walk-in boxes and we're barely getting all the digital stuff and all the electric uh, boards that are on the walk-in boxes and stuff like that. So I've reached out to them on, on Instagram and they message back, you know, pretty quick and they won't give you whatever advice they need to. Now, once I was on there long enough, I started getting questions too. So now I also try to help out uh, where I can. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just cool. Like people will constantly post tips or things that they've seen so that the next guy doesn't have uh, problems with that stuff.
0: Yeah. Got a comment from Randy. He said, "What up? <laughs> hey, Randy. what's up, Randy? He's uh, he's always on my
1: uh, YouTube channel. There.
0: Oh, awesome! So, so over on the YouTube side, um, what what's some of the content that you've that you've put out that really resonated well with people?
1: Yeah, when I started my YouTube channel, I, I mean, I feel like I, I still don't know what I'm doing there. But <laughs> basically, I wanted to kind of document what I was doing like on Instagram, but in video format. So it was like kind of like a ride along type of deal where I can go do calls and just record like what I was doing. And initially, like, I never wanted to be like a how to channel. I never wanted to be like uh, Chris or Ed Nesto that, that does like the tips and how to do this or how to do that. And uh, it was a little intimidating because those guys like, their knowledge is crazy. Uh, they'll tell you all the little uh, facts about every little board, every little part, and stuff like that. I was just doing a, like I said, a ride along, and as it as it went on, people were appreciating that I showed my mistakes and stuff like that. So, and I've always told people that it's it's as far as my channel, well, my Instagram too. It's like a day in the life of a real uh hvac job and and calls that i do mm-hmm. i'm not gonna edit out everything out everything and make myself look like i nailed it in, in in a minute or whatever like uh i show my mistakes that's what i guess people have liked the most out of it and all the little all the journey that i've gone through on my on my calls from day to day
0: yeah they like the authors authenticity of it kind of the realness yeah and that's something that so many people on social media just – they don't do. They, they they make the whole world try to believe that they're perfect and everything they do is perfect and they can do yeah. no wrong. So that, that's cool, and I can see why that got a positive response.
1: Yeah, it's been good. Um, yeah, there, there's been a couple of uh, issues here and there, but it's been like 99% positive. Uh, some people will call me out for like little things here and there, but it's not a big deal. Yeah. And most of my longtime viewers will just jump in there and start defending me and stuff. But I, I always tell them, like, I know I made mistakes, but here it is for you to watch, for you to learn. Don't do the mistakes that I did,
0: you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Um, so, you know, if there, was, if there was someone listening right now who was thinking about getting into the trade um, and was maybe just looking for, you know, some extra advice, what's something that you would tell them?
1: Well, first of all, don't be afraid to ask. Um, And, you know, you got to keep learning. So uh, when I started, I hated calling uh, technical support. I hated calling, like, any senior techs that I did know. Because when I started, I I was really by myself. I was out of college, and we did have a couple of refrigeration guys, but they ended up leaving. So right away, I was by myself doing refrigeration calls. And, um, like I said, I just hated asking for help, like in general, and you, you can't be afraid, like you can't be, um, too prideful. You're not going to know everything and it's okay to ask questions and, and also just keep learning. Cause like, I think that's what got me through a lot of the, the rough years early on is I would look up, uh, manuals. I would, there wasn't too much on YouTube or Instagram back then. But I would just uh, – if I could find anything online, I would uh, look up, like I said, manuals, literature on different things and try and like soak in as much as I could just so I could be prepared uh, the next time I had issues or the next time I had a call or, or something that I wasn't familiar with.
0: Nice. So, um, Adrian, before we wrap up here, is there is there anything that I may have missed or anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't covered yet? Uh, I don't think so.
1: Um we talked about our, our business and our Instagram. I
0: think that was pretty good. Awesome. So, so what's some ways that people listening to this can, uh, can get in touch with you and follow along with, with your content?
1: Well, I try to be on every platform. So I do have a Facebook, even though like it's kind of the same content on my Instagram. So if you look for me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, you're just going to search Reliable HVACR. I will be there. I try to answer every message uh, that I get. I like to be available for people that need help or that just want to reach out for things. So it's, it's easy to get in contact with me. And I think I have my email listed on my YouTube too.
0: Okay, awesome. Cool. Well, that, we'll, we'll put a link to that in the show notes uh, for anyone listening that would you know be interested in following along and learning more. Adrian, I, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to join me on the podcast, man.
1: Yeah, I actually got to go back to work after this, but it's (laughs) been a pleasure and uh, it was great uh, being on here.
0: Awesome. Yeah, well, I hope you have a great rest of your day and a good weekend. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.